You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to the Early Night Show Virtual Edition or the Corona Cabaret. My name is Joshua Turchin and thanks so much for being with us today. Carly Gendel from Broadway School of Rock and The Perfect Fit is here. Eight-year-old musical sensation Malaya Emma is here as well as the incredible Sarah McKinley Austin from Matilda, Once, and Pamela's first musical. So please stick around. Welcome to the Early Night Show. The MTA recently rolled out personal protective equipment machines in New York City subway stations. It's a really great idea, except you have to use your hands to get the PPE. So it's like I have this disinfecting solution for you, but I don't need any. Just touch this dirty screen with your clean hands and then you'll need it. It's like when I go to Disney. You never really need to buy anything in the stores. Suddenly you're like, why yes, I do need those Mickey ears that I will never wear outside of Disney, or that reusable Mickey poncho that we will never bring back because it's still up when we pack up to leave, or that Mickey ice cream bar. Okay, that I do need. It's no secret that I obviously love Disney and obviously love Broadway. I miss them so much, as many others do. With Broadway Dark and Disney closed, I'm always looking for content that fulfills this Broadway and Disney hole in my heart. Aside from the early night show, I'm finding lots of great shows that have music online. One is Tangled the Series. In this one episode, one of my favorite composers, Al Menken, along with the incredible Glenn Slater, wrote a song sung by Broadway stars Jeremy Jordan and Eden Espinosa. It is so beautiful that I had to attempt to do it justice. So I thought it would be fun to sing it with Carly Gentle from the original Broadway cast of School of Rock. Let me get my friend and the Perfect Fit co-star, Carly Gentle, on here. Hi, Carly! Hi, Josh! Hi, I'm so happy to have you back on the Early Night Show. I'm excited to be here. How is it in New York City now that some things are reopening? Um, it's, it's doing well. New York City is doing okay at the moment. It's nice to have some things opened up, but overall, I'm just trying to kind of get used to the new normal. I miss New York City so, so much. New York City misses you. I miss you, Josh. I miss you too, but I can't wait to get back to New York City as soon as possible. You know what else I can't wait for? The perfect Mode EP release with Broadway Records. Yeah! What's really, really special is that you have essentially been a part of the perfect fit when I was just a 10-year-old asking you to sing a demo that I wrote when you were at my apartment. I did. I did do that. It. I think that was actually one of the first songs I wrote from the show. Lots of rewriting of that song, but it made it. Yes. And I still sing it in the show. Yay! I mean, I kept going with it, and hearing you sing that on the show was so special for me. Well, hearing you write these songs and create these songs out of your, out of your own mind was even more special for me. Do you have a favorite moment about your experience with The Perfect Fit? Oh, um, I really loved all of it overall. Um, our, rehearsal, uh, our rehearsal expertise experience was really fun for me because I really love seeing uh, how much crafting and time and effort and 
love really goes into making a show and I just love seeing the creative aspect of your show and kind of getting to pick your brain a little bit about what goes on and I just thought it was really exciting to see things that are changing and all that stuff overall it was just really fun. Can you tell us about the characters you played in Perfect Fit? Okay so I played Elizabeth and Elizabeth really loves to draw. That's kind of where her heart's at. But her mom, Peggy, is a little more, um, she really wants Elizabeth to pursue dancing or something in the performing arts, not drawing. So Elizabeth is kind of in between a lot of things and really wants to draw and follow what her heart is saying, but her mom's kind of telling her something else, which kind of brings us to the end of the show which I get to sing a song that's on the EP that you get the show. <laughs> what is the big song that you sing on the EP and what is it about? So I sing Person That's Not Even There and that song is really just about Elizabeth saying, you know what, mom, I love you, but musical theater is just not where my heart's at. It's not what I want to do. So it's kind of just her telling her mom, I can't do this anymore. And I really just, you know, we always are told if we really love it, then we're able to pursue it. If you don't love this career, there's really no use in pursuing it. And I think Elizabeth's really telling that to her mom and saying, I just, I don't see myself doing this. Which is sad, but it's overall what she wants. We are only releasing six songs, but we have over 20 in the show. <laughs> I love all 20. Thank you. Of course, you, we plan on recording and releasing other songs, but do you have a favorite song that you sing in the show? Um, my favorite song that I sing in the show is Do It Right, which is a duet that I sing with Alexandra, the other uh, female lead. And overall, I just love that song because of the harmonies. And it was really hard for me to not smile during the song because we're really fighting at each other. But overall, it's just so fun to sing because it was like, it was, we were really tight with our harmonies. So, I, you know, I wanted to do it, but as an actor, I had to, you know, really hone it in and pretend I'm fighting someone, even though it was so much fun to sing all the songs. What's your most about being in the show? Well, I love everyone in the cast, especially, well, I love the adults, but I especially love the kids because even though Elizabeth doesn't want to pursue anything in the arts or performing arts, I definitely do. So it was really nice and kind of unique to work with so many kids that want to be in the performing arts when they're older. And I just, I've always, you know, really loved doing stuff with kids that want to take their same career that I'm doing because we're kind of all in the same boat and you get to talk a lot about auditions and all the crazy stuff that happens in musical theater. And yeah, I just really loved everyone in the cast, especially you, Joshua Turchin. Since we will have a separate episode about The Perfect Fit when it is released, what do you, about, what do you think about singing another song today? Of course! I'd love to sing a song. Cool. What do you want to sing and what made you choose that song? Um, 
I want to sing Nothing Left to Lose from Tangled the Series. Now, if there's one good thing that's come out of quarantine for me, it's watching Tangled the Series. I'm obsessed with the show. It's one of my favorites. I love cartoons. So seeing that there was one based off of Tangled, I had to watch it. I think I watched all three seasons in like a month. Um, but I just, I really love Jeremy Jordan and Eden Espinosa. I think that we'll be able to do this song justice by singing the best duet in all of the American Songbook. Oh yeah. Here we go. The path of hate is a dangerous track. You take one step and it's hard to turn back It pulls you along and though it seems wrong It feels right Don't you see? This path you're on leaves a permanent mark It feels good at first then it slowly turns dark With each passing day you're further astray from the light Suddenly you lose your way and lose the thread Lose your cool then lose your head Every loss is harder to excuse that we'll see you've lost your faith and lose your soul till you lose complete control and realize there's nothing left to lose nothing left to lose the path I'm on is a path paved in black I'm taking that road and I'm not turning back Journey straight where I'm yearning to go. Yes, it's true, my path is dark, but I see how it ends. My rivals will fall as my power ascends. Despise me, that's fine. I'm taking what's mine, even so. Not like you, you lost your nerve, you lost the game. But you and I were not the same. I'm not lost. This fate was mine to choose. So I chose. so much Carly that was so much fun my next guest is a music sensation already at the age of eight she went viral with a rendition of the national anthem when she was just seven years old and just released a new single I'm so happy to welcome Malaya Emma to the early night show hi Malaya hi Joshua hey I'm so happy to have you on the early night show thank you for having me of course, you've been really, really busy. Can you tell us about the new single that you released? 
My new single is called My Hero, and it's dedicated to all the medical workers who are on the front of the line against the coronavirus. They're our heroes, and I really appreciate them. So that's why the song is called My Hero. Where can our listeners and viewers download your single? They can download my single on all digital platforms like Spotify, Amazon Music, and iTunes. And if they want to see my music video, they can watch it on my YouTube channel, at Malaya Emma. Cool. In addition to being an amazing, amazing singer, you're also an incredible actress. What have you been working on? I've been working on as a guest star on two Disney Channel shows. One is called Cuban Can We Ask the World, and one of my episodes is going to air next month on July 16th. And the other one is also called Raven's Home. And I really like Disney Channel, so being on set with all the Disney Channel actors was incredible. And I was also in a feature film called After Yang with a lot of amazing actors with tons of experience. Colin Farrell, Jody Turner-Smith, Justin Min, and Haley Lou Richardson. Hopefully after the coronavirus is over, it can come out soon. Yeah, I hope to be able to come out soon and see your incredible, incredible work that you've been working so hard on. And Thank you. I love Disney so much. So just knowing that you are on two of um, two Disney Channel shows, that's incredible. Thank one, you so much. One of my most special jobs ever was probably playing Flounder in the Little Mermaid live to film at the Hollywood Bowl. I heard that you were actually in Annie at the Hollywood Bowl. Do you have like a favorite memory from that experience? The experience was so cool because I got to work with a lot of Broadway stars like Michael Arden, Megan Hilty, Roger Bart, and Leia Salonga. And they have more experience in musicals, so I can learn my singing and acting from them. And as you know, the Hollywood Bowl is very famous and it was it's very big. So it was just amazing to be doing Annie at the Hollywood Bowl, and I'm so proud of just taking that part at the Annie at the Hollywood Bowl. Some of my guests might remember you from American Idol. Was there, like, one judge who you really, really liked? Well, the experience was also incredible because I watch American Idol sometimes, and going there is just so cool. And all the judges were very nice to me because even though I'm too young to compete, they gave me the golden ticket so when I'm old enough, I can come back to compete. And it was just so amazing to be singing in front of three amazing judges, Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, and Katy Perry. I like all of the judges because they were very nice to me and their songs are incredible. But if I had to choose one, I would say Katy Perry because I usually listen to her songs, like, on the radio. So just her voice is incredible. Well, actually, so is yours. Your voice is so, so amazing. Thank you so much. I actually saw your viral video of you singing the national anthem. It was absolutely incredible. Thank you. What was your favorite place that you sang the national anthem at? All of them were my favorite because, like, I got to get so many different experiences. Like, when I went to the Lakers, 
I got to see LeBron James applauding me while I was singing, which was so cool because LeBron James is a very good basketball player. And when I went to the LA Galaxy, I got to meet Zlatan, David Beckham, and Victoria Beckham. They were also nice to me, and it was very cool. That's so, so cool. Oh, and I'd love to hear you sing. What song sure. like sing for us today, and why did you choose that song? Well, I'm going to sing a song by Ariana Grande and Nathan Sykes. It's called Almost Is Never Enough. And I chose that song because I love Ariana Grande's voice and her songs are amazing. But I think this is my favorite because it's a little bit jazzy and the song is so good. And I just think that jazz is one of my favorite styles of singing. So I hope everybody enjoys the song. Well, I'm so excited for you sing it. I think I'm ready whenever you are. Oh, okay, I'm ready too. Oh, 
so much Malaya, please make sure to check out her single. My next guest toured the U.S. in the Broadway National Tours of Matilda and Once. I'm so happy to welcome Sarah McKinley Austin to the Early Night Show. Hi Sarah! Hi! Hi, I'm so happy to have you on the Early Night Show. Thank you so much for having me, I'm so happy to be here. Of course, thank you so much for doing this. First of all, happy birthday. Thank you so much. <laughs> Were you able to do anything like fun and celebrate in quarantine? Well, yes, my family sort of planned a small party for the family like at my house, but it's kind of annoying because I didn't really get to see my friends, but my best friend Campbell, she made sort of a plan to do it like a drive-by parade for me with a bunch of my other friends. And it was a total surprise and she came and it was just so fun. They had posters and gifts and everything. So that really made my day. Was it like really, really weird to have a quarantine birthday? I mean, in a sense, because we, I feel like we've been in quarantine for so long that it kind of feels normal. The only difference is just not really being able to see my friends much, but it was pretty normal. Of course, you were in Matilda as Matilda. <laughs> Didn't you have like a, a birthday party scene in the show? Yes, actually, it was the first scene in the entire show. That seems always so much fun. Did you and the cast pretend it was like someone's birthday every show? Well, it's actually a really good idea, but we never really made it as someone's birthday, actually. We didn't, I didn't ever really know whose party it was for. Um, but we would celebrate lots of birthdays with all the cast members when they would have them. I can just imagine Bruce eating cake like every night at the birthday party. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you were also on the Once Tour, right? Yes, I was. What was tour life like for you? Well, in once, I had such a small part that it was really easy and laid back. So I got to do a lot of sightseeing. And for school, I did school mostly like during the show, actually. But it was so much more different like for Matilda because there was so much responsibility. And we had to do school during the day and not as much sightseeing. But it was worth it because I made so many new friends. And I was the only kid in the show in once. So... That was a big change. Did you have any like favorite cities to go to? Actually, yes. Washington DC was one of my favorite cities because in once I went there during the summer and it was so pretty outside and we got to do a bunch of sightseeing. And a fun fact, I also went there during Matilda in the winter time for my debut at the Kennedy Center, which was so fun to be back. That's so cool. Yes. <laughs> I know you were also in the world premiere of Pamela's First Musical. Can you tell us about it? Yes, so Pamela's First Musical was originally a book by Wendy Wasserstein and was turned into a musical, obviously. Um, but anyways, Wendy Wasserstein died actually a couple years before the musical actually happened, which was really sad. The musical up on its feet. 
and it's about a 10 or 11 year old girl who loves musicals but has never seen one. And so her Aunt Louise, her favorite aunt, comes to town and takes her to see her first Broadway musical, which inspires her to want to be a director, be in musicals, and do everything that is really comes in a show. Did you enjoy originating the part? I loved originating the part. I really felt like I could make the character my own and I wasn't really in a certain mold that I'd fit in that someone else had created. And I feel like I have a lot in common with Pamela because I made her. <laughs> what was your first musical? So the first musical that I saw was actually Once. Um, my aunt took me to see it after I had auditioned for the show and I honestly just loved it and I was so happy that I actually got to be a part of it. Oh, and would you like to sing for us today? I would love to. What do you want to sing and what made you choose that song? I'm going to be singing It Roars from Mean Girls on Broadway. So I love this song because I love animals and so does Katie. And I actually love Mean Girls on Broadway. It's one of my favorite musicals. Me and my friend Campbell, who actually um, put together the drive-by for me, we're going to see it, but sadly it got canceled because of the coronavirus. So I'm really happy I get to sing a song from it today. Well, I'm so excited to hear you sing it. Here we go. Great. Thank you. 
so much Sarah that was wonderful if you're enjoying these virtual cabarets please consider making a donation to the Actors Fund Emergency Relief Fund at www.actorsfund.org to support people working in the entertainment industry who have suddenly found themselves out of work any bit helps thanks again to Sarah McKinley Austin Malaya Emma and Carly Gendel if you're a student whose show was cancelled please send us a link to a video of you singing to earlynightshowcasting at gmail.com and you may get a chance to go on with the show. Also, please check out my TikTok at Josh Kirchen and look for some of my accompaniment videos. Record duet and use the hashtag Sing with Josh, and you may get featured on the Early Night Show. You can also find the Early Night Show on the Broadway Podcast Network, where podcasts are found, and videos for episodes online on theearlynightshow.com. And let's keep entertaining. Any artists who want to be virtual guests, please send me a direct message on my Instagram at Josh Turchin, and let's keep making music to help the world. Stay healthy and wash your hands. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.